0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, the first. Jesus said to them, amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet, even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Good morning. The past uh, few weeks we've had uh, several parables, right? And uh, the catechism of the Catholic Church speaks about parables, what parables are. It's a a good thing to break open our catechism and to read It's rather thick, but if you read a few numbers a day, it's good because it's got some richness. It's got just years, thousands of years of history and reflection on just the Word of God and the traditions and many things, right? And so when the catechism speaks about parables, it describes parables as this. Parables are like mirrors. They're like mirrors. Maybe this morning you stood in front of a mirror and combed your hair or brushed your teeth. You stand in front of a mirror and when you're in a mirror there's a reflection and you're looking at yourself. And so when Jesus speaks in parables like of today, he is speaking to each of our hearts in the today of our life as he was to those chief priests and the elders of the time when he was speaking to them. He was asking them to reflect. Just like last week when it talked about the first will be last and the last to be first, right? Those who had been there quite some time and then those who come at the last minute, right? And what do you mean? Labor's in the vineyard and they get the same pay? What is up with that, right? That was a parable of last week. If you ever found yourself, and maybe some of you have been to Rome, Italy, or over to Europe, or some of the beautiful basilicas and churches that are there, you'll oftentimes find statues in there. And if you know the art and you know what the art is pointing to, right? That religious art was oftentimes pointing to a virtue. So when you see somebody personified in a statue, it is usually by what they're holding and what they're doing and the way they're reflecting, it's pointing to a virtue. So if you ever see a statue with someone holding a mirror, whether you go online or you're reading a book about art, or you find yourself in some beautiful basilica or church in another country, or even in our country if you find those statues, right? Someone holding a mirror and looking in the mirror is always pointing to the cardinal virtue of prudence, of prudence. You probably heard from your parents or a good coach or a good teacher, right? Reflect before you act. Reflect before you act. That's what prudence is. Prudence is kind of looking in a mirror, looking at yourself, understanding what's around you, but reflecting before you act. So Jesus in the parable today, speaking to our hearts, as well as those chief, chief priests and elders of the time, he meets us where we are and he's speaking to us. So let's unpack a little bit that parable of today. It's a parable where Jesus says, what's your opinion? Right? Look at how, look at how inviting Jesus is. He wants to know. He wants them to think. He wants them for, He's not like, you better be doing this. He goes, no, what's... What's your opinion? He's working with their freedom as he wants to work with our freedom, right? Because love truly isn't love. Following Jesus really isn't following Jesus unless it's engined and powered by love of the one who loved us first and proved it and continues to prove it. So what's your opinion? A father had two sons and he went to the first son and he said, hey, son, I need you to go out this afternoon and I need you to mow the lawn. Yeah, before you go to your, with your friends and you go to the hangout and go down the pool or go play tennis or pickleball or whatever you're gonna do, and I think they had pickleball back then, right? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe pickleball was invented in the time of Jesus. You know? Yesterday I went, I'm getting really distracted now. I went to the Lebanese festival for Father Rudolph, right? And they had traditional dancing. And I leaned over to Father Rudolph and I said, I guarantee you Jesus danced just like that guy. He was in the culture. I mean, it was when he went to the wedding feast of the he wasn't like sitting in the corner and like, I'm, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't dance, I don't do, no, he was like immersed in the culture and joyful. I mean, gotta be. Imagine what heaven's gonna be like. One big dance, right? With David, those of you who like dancing, those of you who don't like dancing, don't panic, okay? <laughs> don't panic, it's okay. I'm sure you got a spot, right, with St. Joseph or others or whatever. All right. So, but when you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you look at this, the first son said, said, to the father, no, no, I'm not gonna mow the lawn. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna do my chores, right? But then he went off about his day in a selfish way, thinking about himself, and it was picking at his heart, and he was like, ah, ah, uh, ah. And halfway through his day, he says, mm, I'll go. And then imagine he kind of rode off on his little bicycle, got a little kid's attention, riding off his bicycle and he turned around on his bike somewhere in the course of the day, came back and his dad, who was maybe reading a book or whatever, looked up, looked out the window and there's his son mowing the lawn halfway through the day. Yes! What father, what mother wouldn't be happy about that, right? So the first answer was no, but then responded with a yes. Versus the other one in the parable, which is like, hey, will you go mow the lawn? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking good. Uh-huh yes sir, Uh but in the heart, I'm not doing that, I'll say yes, just to get you off my back, dad, but I'm kind of like that prodigal son, give me my inheritance, so I can go off and squander it in that foreign land, and do whatever I want, but the father's still waiting by the window, the father's still hoping that, okay, where is he, is he coming out, I don't see the mower cranking up, uh, we have enough gas in the, in the garage for him to do the work. I could do it myself, but I have so much joy in watching my son cut the lawn, right? And he never goes. He never goes. And Jesus is like, which of the two did, did, my, did the Father's will? And they said the first. The one who said no, but then turned around later and said yes. You know, we can find other links in Scripture to know the heart of Jesus. Remember the the part where Jesus says, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter in the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my heavenly Father. Lip service is not enough. Not the one who says, Lord, Lord, and here I am praising like the publican in the front of the temple, praising for attention, but then the one who's in the back who's the sinner's hitting their breast. Don't feel bad if you're in the front row, okay? I'm not picking on you. We love to get close, right? But Jesus was pointing that out. He was pointing that out like, no, 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 no. Look at that. Look at the widow's mite. There's other part in the Gospels where, you remember the story of Jesus' mother coming and Jesus had a crowd in a house and they were there and he was talking to them and all that, they were asking questions and they said, hey, your mother and your brothers are outside. Brothers meant cousins. Still does today in the Holy Land and in the Middle East, cousins. You have many brothers Right? Your mother and your brothers are outside, and Jesus turned to him and says, Who is my mother? Who's my brother? Who's my sister? And it's almost like he stiff armed his own mom. And he says, Whoever does the will of my Heavenly Father is my mother, my brother, and my sister to me. Here's an invitation for, for you, and I, I take it upon myself too. It's an invitation for today. Focusing on today. We can focus and work on it today and then tomorrow, tomorrow, when tomorrow arrives we will focus on tomorrow as today and Tuesday as today and Wednesday as today. But don't get caught up so much and anxious about the future that it robs you of the today. Don't beat yourself so much up about the past that you can't Give the answer today. So one word. I want to leave you and me and everybody online, my mom and dad who are watching, they keep saying stop pointing us out, but we're watching because they're going to turn it off after and go to mass where they live. They're always checking me out so they can kind of tell me. My dad sends me a text. Too long, son. That was good. Keep it going. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I know you do. I love it. Right? So one word. One word. Today. Today. Today, today, in what way is Jesus asking you as you reflect on this parable to give him a yes and to put it into action today? In what way is Jesus speaking to your heart in the today of your life in today where he wants you to say, I'm not worried about it. You may have been saying no to me, but you can say yes. And you are saying yes. Each and every one of you that are here today, in this moment, in this mass, online, you are saying yes. And you're putting that yes into action. You're here to worship. You're here to engage your heart with the heart of Jesus. And so to live this today, this moment, this moment in the mass, where we lift our hearts up to the Lord, this today, this very moment, and not worry about tomorrow. But today, how can I say yes today, right now at this Mass? Well, I've said for quite some time no to any kind of singing, okay? Maybe you can say yes today. Or maybe I've said yes to kind of being here and you know, kind of giving my heart and, you know, and I kind of fell short on it. It's hard to kind of focus or whatever, da, 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 da whatever. Well, just in this worship, can I give my amen? Can I give my response? Can I be active in that? Maybe you've had that nudge of the Holy Spirit on your heart when you come to mass and you see someone else coming in and maybe you've had that nudge and maybe you haven't and the nudge is the Holy Spirit's asking you, pray for someone in this mass today who you do not know who maybe received word yesterday about a terminal illness or an illness. Imagine if you were not to know someone who's here right now and you were to say, I am gonna offer my mass this moment today as a yes to you, Jesus, and put my whole heart into it, my whole heart on the altar, and I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna pray for someone I do not even know who's in here right now you could use my prayers because you're the one, Lord, who said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall it be opened to you. And I'm asking for this person, I'm seeking your blessing, your healing, and I know you can open that door, so just open it, and I don't even need to know or see it. Be a miracle worker. Beg Jesus for someone else and not even have to see it. You know, when I was walking in, and I don't know, I didn't quite catch it, but, but, I, but I saw someone walking in and they said something about something whether it was a family member or someone they knew about something, and we were talking about crosses and carrying crosses somehow about something. And this person who's here right now with us said, well, my cross is nothing compared to the person I know that is addicted to fentanyl right now. There's somebody right here right now in this church right now who knows someone addicted to fentanyl. And they mentioned that to me on the way in. Take that intention. If life's good for you, hear the yes in your heart from the Holy Spirit to say yes to that and put in action and maybe pray for that person the entire week long. Maybe there's been a no for quite some time. Not 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 because it's really intentional, but maybe it's just been a no because life gets busy. And it's been a no to that date night that you know you need that date night that you and your spouse need. And the running around and all the activity just isn't filling you, and what you need is you need that two hours, one day a week, or you need that evening dinner out, or you need that moment with a babysitter. We got babysitters around here, don't be afraid to word out. But maybe it's been a no to a date night, and at this mass today, you can talk to your spouse today. Not tomorrow, today about when's our date going to be. Let's put that on the calendar first this week. Maybe for you, it's been a yes, but not a fulfillment, like yes, because kind of mom and dad are always asking me to do my chores, and I always say yes, and then it always ends up in this, and then it just goes south every week, and it's always that, and then it's a problem. Maybe, 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 maybe for you as a child, it's a yes to your parents in your heart at mass, and you lay that on the altar, and like, I know they want me to make my bed. I know they want me to make my bed or to do my chores. But maybe you recall call as a child, there are children your age all over the world who do not have a bed. There's many of them who sleep on a dirt floor. There's many of them who don't have and so that you make your bed and you do those chores out of love for your parents to bring joy to their heart and so your yes really means yes and you put it through. Don't worry about doing it Monday or Tuesday. If you didn't make your bed before you came to church, go home and make it and your parents will be like, Father, your homily helped. No, it's not my homily. It's not about me, it's the Holy Spirit. Do you know what it's like to have a woman come up after Mass at the 7.30 Mass? She came up to me just frantic afterwards, goes, Father, you won't believe it. I woke up this morning and it was like the Holy Spirit was pushing my heart so hard and I never go to the 7.30 a.m. Mass. And the Holy Spirit was telling me, you have to go to that Mass. There's a message for you at that Mass. Go to that Mass, go to that Mass. And It was insistent. She came up to me and she goes, Father, I take notes during Mass. I said, you don't need to take notes. They live stream, they podcast. No, I take notes. This is exactly what was said that I need to hear about my yes. Exactly. That to me was an amazing God moment. Yeah, it was a God moment because half the times I can't even remember what I say. It's, I just beg the Holy Spirit, who knows your heart, who knows my heart, loves us. Just use me, get it out there. Help us to reflect on this parable so that our yes can truly mean a yes and we can put it into practice. Maybe for you, you're a young adult. You're at college right now or you're a young adult who's been away from your family, you're here, you started your first job, you're working so hard, you're putting so many hours in it, your social life's going good, you got stuff going on, but you know what, you know in your heart, you know in your heart you need to call your parents and you haven't called your parents in a little over a week or two weeks and you know it. And maybe there's been a no. You can make today a yes. When you leave Mass today, pray for your parents. When you leave Mass today, pick up a phone. Obviously, please, as you drive home hands free, okay? But call your parents. Tell them you love them. Tell them you prayed for them. I don't know what time of, type of yes our Lord is asking of you today. But I know the yes he wants from you and me is just the yes of today. The yes of today. So he says to you and me, Go. You go. You go and work in my vineyard today.